Section 66 of The Living Animals of the World, Volume 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Living Animals of the World, Volume 1. Mammals by Charles Louis Cornish, Editor. The American Opossums. The little group of the American marsupials contains some three or four generically distinct types, whose relationship with the Australian members of the order is in the direction of the dasturies and bandicoots, rather than with the kangaroos and phalangers. Included in one family, they are popularly known as opossums, but differ among themselves very considerably both in aspect and habits. The most remarkable among them is undoubtedly the so-called yapok, or water opossum, an inhabitant of South America, and ranging in its distribution from Guatemala to Brazil. In both form and habits, this animal so closely resembles an otter that it was referred by the earlier naturalists to the otter tribe. It tunnels holes in the banks of the rivers it frequents, and feeds entirely upon fish, crustacea, and aquatic insects. The feet, and more especially the hind ones, are distinctly webbed. The tail is naked, scaly, and non-prehensile, and the fur is short and thick, as in the ordinary otters. The ground tint of the fur is a light grey. This is diversified by a black or dark brown stripe that runs down the centre of the back and expands over the shoulders, loins, and hindquarters into saddle-shaped patches or bands of the same dark hue. The common or Virginian opossum, while the only representative of the marsupial order, found in the temperate latitudes of the North American continent, has a very considerable range of distribution, occurring in equal abundance throughout the tropical regions of South America. In these warmer latitudes, it differs to such an extent in the character of its fur and other minor points, that it was for some time regarded as a distinct species and was distinguished by the title of the crab-eating opossum. Biologists are, however, now agreed that the supposed species is only a local variety. As a matter of fact, a very considerable amount of variation in the color and markings is found to exist among the individuals of the most familiarly known northern race. In form, the animal may be suitably compared to a huge rat, nearly equaling a cat in size, with an abnormally large head and pointed snout. The tail is long, almost naked for the greater portion of its length, and pre-eminently prehensile. The fur is of a mixed character, consisting of an undergrowth of a fine, close, woolly texture, through which protrudes a less dense series of long bristle-like hairs. The color of the fur ranges from black to white, and includes all varieties of intermixture. The face, more especially in the northern race, is usually much the lightest, or altogether white, while in the tropical South American examples it is more often darker, or it may be completely black. The opossum, like the rat, is an omnivorous feeder, and being of so much larger size, and possessing an insatiable appetite, constitutes itself a veritable pest to the fruit grower, the agriculturalist, and the poultry farmer. 
in effecting its entrance to hen roosts or other food-yielding enclosures, it exhibits an amount of cunning and pertinacity possessed by no other mammal. Caught red-handed in these depredations, it has recourse to stratagems which have won for it a reputation that has long since passed into a household ward. Feigning death, or playing opossum, is a game at which it is well known to be a past master, but by which it still frequently succeeds in hoodwinking the unwary, and so saves its skin. Discovered thieving, and receiving perhaps a haphazard, but by no means disabling blow, it at once collapses, and with film-covered eyes and protruding tongue, is to all intents and purposes dead. It may be kicked round the premises, and finally probably taken up by the tail, and flung ingominously outside, without betraying vitality by even so much as a wink. But no sooner is the coast thoroughly clear of the avenger than the siphoned limbs relax, the eyes reopen, and Brerwopsum trots off, as fresh as ever. Maybe it is the ripening maize or the persimush patch that next engage his attention, and in either case he walks in and feeds right royally, laying up a goodly store of fat against the approaching winter months of scarcity. Away from human habitations, the opossum is an essentially arboreal animal, living and breeding for the most part, like his Australian cousins, in hollow trees, and making excursions therefrom in all directions in quest of food. His much-mixed natural diet may consist of tender shoots and leaves, and the wild grapes, and the many other berries and fruits the forest produces. He craves, however, after a due admixture of animal pabulum, and birds and their eggs, insects, lizards, and the smaller mammals furnish their quota to his menu. Crustacea, such as crabs and the crayfish, which abound in the American streams and marshes, have an irresistible attraction for him, and it is on this account that, in the southern area of its distribution, where these crustacea are so plentiful as to constitute his main diet, and his face is browned by the more glowing sun, he is known by the title of the crab-eater. Although fattening up against the winter, he, even in his most northern limits, does not hibernate, but may even be seen leisurely picking his way over the snow, probably tracking some unfortunate squirrel to its lair, which in due time is located, dragged out, and devoured. While assimilating his meal of flesh or fruit, Br'er Possum likes to have all four hands at liberty, his hind feet being also graspers, and so he twists his tail round a convenient branch, and, hanging perdu, leisurely enjoys his feast. The opossum, like the rat, to which it has in aspect and many of its habits been likened, is a most prolific breeder, as many as from six to sixteen young being comprised in the litter. When born, they are immediately transferred to the somewhat capacious pouch, and remain there, without venturing outside, until they are about the size of an ordinary mouse. A third and very distinct type of American opossums is the one represented on page 380, which, from its mouse-like size and aspect, is commonly known as the murine opossum. The most distinct feature of this little animal is that, 
though a genuine marsupial, it has no pouch, but carries its young on its back, the little creatures twining their tails round that of their mother, and so securing a stable anchorage. Although thus loaded up and transformed for the time being, into a sort of combination, perambulator and feeding flask, the happy but anxious parent pursues the even tenor of her way, among the tree branches and thicket growth, with almost unabated agility. This species, in common with Merriam's opossum, and the woolly opossum, and several others which carry their young, to as many as a dozen in number on their backs, are denizens of tropical South America. One of these, named the philander opossum, attains to the somewhat larger size of about two feet in total length, the long prehensile tail representing, however, the greater moiety of these dimensions. The Selva South America has one other marsupial, the Selva, an animal which, while possessing the dimensions and much of the aspect of an ordinary rat, is remarkable as differing so materially in the character of its teeth and other structural points that it cannot be referred to any existing marsupial family. On the other hand, this type is found to coincide in the above particulars with species hitherto only known in the fossil state, and excavated from the same tertiary deposits in Patagonia, which have been productive of the distant ally of the Tasmanian wolf. It is yet hoped by zoologists that the discovery of other interesting and possibly some supposed extinct mammals may reward the thorough exploration of the vast South American forests. The capture in the flesh of some form allied to the huge ground sloth, such as the Milodon and Megatherium, is however now considered to be quite beyond the pale of possibility. End of section 66